This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's Derek Fisher. Fisher, a 247 hitter, four homers, and 10 RBIs. Ninth place hitter in the lineup for the Astros. That's... Pretty good when you can have a guy this talented batting that low. Swings through the first pitch for strike one. I love Derek Fisher's uh, picture on the video board. It's uh, turn back the clock night uh, honoring the 97 team. Derek Fisher on the video board. I think that's vanilla ice. Yeah. Oh, one pitch is low. What is that sign you just gave me? That I, I didn't give you any sign. Yeah, you did. You loved him. You need to stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> now, another Astros podcast. One ball and one strike. What's his real name, Vanilla Ice? It's like Robert Van Winkle. Yeah, I think that's, that's right. That's sweet. Here's the 1-1 one, one <laughs> outside corner, 1-2. and two. He started getting on a lot of the reality shows. He that's, did some cooking show. That's when you know your career is really taking off, isn't it? I think, I think your career is going to take off when you quit going by Van Winkle. Here's the fastball inside, <laughs> two and two. Now the 1-0. And that's hit on one hop, snared by Altuve. Spins to second for one. Gonzalez on the first. That's two. Fifth double play turned by the Astros tonight. Score that one, 4-6-3. Well, Marwin knows just how hard to throw it. When he needs it, man, he can whip it across the diamond. Good strong arm by the Astros shortstop. That is three straight innings. The Astros infield has turned a double play. That's the 0-1. That's chop left side. Big hop for Bregman. Goes to second for one. Altuve in the first. And safe at first base. Astros just missed out on turning their sixth <laughs> double play of the game. The fireworks went off because they thought the game was over. That's They thought Dan Bellino blew the call. And the call is out. So they do turn their sixth double play yeah. of the game. And that is the ball game. Fireworks knew it. So the fireworks can be shot off for real this time. As the Astros take their second in a row from the Oakland A's, winning tonight by a final of three to nothing. And so Tyler Clippard, he joins us. He's our Lexus player of the game. Tyler, you're on with Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. First of all, congratulations on your, your first save as a Houston Astro. Did you have an idea coming into the game that you might get the call in the ninth inning if, if it were a save situation? Yeah, A.J., told me before the game that uh, if there was a safe situation that he might he might call on me but told me to be ready for anything you know from the seventh on and and that's uh, that's kind of what I like to do you know just be a bullpen guy and, and whenever they call on me do my job and you guys have, have plenty of guys that in the bullpen right now who can come in and get those last three outs what's it like for you Tyler to be on your third major league team this season is it weird it's very weird yep. uh, yeah you know it's, it's very unusual obviously a lot of guys don't have to go through that but uh, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat used to it because this has been my life over the last three years, getting traded a lot. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, used to kind of meeting new people, and it's, it's actually been a fun ride uh, getting to know a lot of the guys throughout the league, and I'm really excited to be on this club for sure. And then, I mean, you think about You mentioned the three teams. You start off with the Yankees. They're in, they're in playoff contention all year and leading for the, the first wild card right now. Then you get traded to the White Sox, a team that had the worst record in the American League and probably thinking, man, I, I might not get to the playoffs. Then here you come to the Astros, best record in the American League. So it's kind of been a roller coaster with the three teams you've been with. 
Yeah, it has. Um, and, and I, you know, it's, it's, it's weird to describe and talk about because I really enjoyed all the clubs I was on. Uh -huh. Um, you know, obviously being in New York, those guys were great. We were playing well earlier in the season, going to Chicago, um, you know, got to help a lot of those young guys that are going to be, uh, really talented in the future. And then coming here to a first place club, having a chance to, to potentially play for a world series. You know, I've enjoyed everywhere and just got to roll with the punches. <laughs> Tyler, last question. Now, you've been on a couple of teams that have played a lot against the Astros the last couple of years. What was your impression of this Astros team as an opposing player? They, they do everything well. Uh, there's really no holes in the lineup. Defensively, they're unbelievable. Uh, pitching staff's great. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a true, uh, you know, World Series contending team. And, and that's what I thought. And I think everybody throughout baseball thought uh, since day one. And, and uh, I'm really happy to be a part of it. We're happy to have you too, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, Tyler Clipper, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the win. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Astros manager, A.J. Hinch. I'll go back to the same phrase of all hands on deck. And Giles is not available tonight. Davinsky, I didn't want to use. And we're going with matchups at the end. Uh, McHugh threw very well, handed the ball to Liriano, who who got us in a, in, a, in a great position by getting his outs. And then, and then Musgrove's really pitched his way to a little more interesting outings out of the bullpen. I mean, his velocity's up. His slider's gotten better. His energy on the mound is exceptional. Um, just there's, a, there's a, a better vibe about him. Uh, so it was a good test for him today with the with the two-run lead. So, um, And then Clippert at the end is what I wanted through the middle of the order. Welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined as we are every Sunday by Astros general manager Jeff Luno. Well, uh, sight for sore eyes last few games, Jeff, with the starting pitching, which has been an issue at times for the Astros. Dallas Keuchel turned in his second strong start since coming off the disabled list on Friday with seven scoreless. Kyle McHugh, six scoreless innings yesterday, and of course he'd been on the deal most of the year with shoulder and elbow issues, so that's very encouraging as we get to the stretch run. It sure is. Keuchel's had three strong starts in a row, and McHugh's had two strong starts in a row, and those are two guys that we've relied on quite a bit in the last few years. We weren't sure exactly how quickly McHugh was going to get back after his long layoff, and same thing for Keuchel, but they both seem to be hitting their stride right now. Charlie Morton's right behind him. Peacock's right behind him, so we've got uh, help on the way in the rotation, and our bullpen's been holding it together pretty well this month, so I'm, I'm feeling encouraged about the pitching. Jeff, Jeff, good depth in the catching position when you brought up Centeno and Stassi, and they've contributed, but, but what can you tell us about where McCann is after the cortisone shot and where Gaddis is going to be? It sounds like he's going to make a rehab uh, appearance with Corpus. We're looking to have both those guys back by the end of the month. I think McCann will be activated most likely on the day that he's eligible to be activated later this week. And uh, Gaddis not too long after that. So it'll be nice to have those guys back. They obviously are an important part of what we're doing here. And it is nice that we had the two minor leaguers that could come up and help. Probably be carrying four catchers, I would imagine, for a large part of September to make sure everybody's rested and healthy and make sure we leverage McCann and Gaddis's bat and line up as much as we can. Meanwhile, uh, you know, talk about guys on their way back. Tuesday in Corpus Christi, both Will Harris and Tony Sipp expected to pitch uh, in that ballgame. And A.J. Hinch saying Evan Gaddis probably will catch that game as well. So looks like Harris and Sipp are both close to returning. They are, and we're going to need those guys back. Uh, I, I expect both of those guys will be back towards the end of this month, if not early in September. We need them to go out and face some hitters because it's hard to go from a long layoff to facing hitters in the big leagues. Uh, and fortunately for our Corpus fans, they're going to get to see some of our big leaguers over the course of the next couple of weeks. Are they going to get to see Carlos Correa? Because we hear everything's looking good, maybe ahead of schedule. Where do you think uh, he is, and when can he get out and uh, play in a regular game? I think we're going to wait until Tuesday when he faces, uh, when he when he's able to face some pitching and take BP again, and evaluate after that. But if he looks good and feels good after that, I would imagine that 
towards the back end of that week, we'll be able to get him out on a rehab assignment. So it's possible he hits Corpus before they hit the road. If not, it'll probably be Fresno. It seems like you're a doctor now with all these rehabs that we've been talking about. <laughs> Once again, joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Oakland A's. Let's talk about a, a local kid in the Astros system. Jeff had a home run yesterday. His home run in the last two games. His name's Ryan Burke. Went to Seven Lakes High School in Katy. Also Texas A&M. 13th round pick of the Astros in 2016 out of A&M. Uh, and, and been playing pretty well of late. Second baseman. What can you tell us about Ryan Burke? Well, I can tell you, I think if I got this right, his parents name, named him Ryan after Ryan Sam. Right. So definitely a baseball family, <laughs> uh, local kid who went to A&M and has been progressing through our system. A good bat, uh, some, some power potential, and sort of plays with a chip on his shoulder, which is what makes him good. And this is the type of guy that could continue to progress through our system. I hope so. Chip on the shoulder, that sounds familiar. Sounds like a third baseman here, right? <laughs> yeah, it sure does. All right, Colin Moran, we understand he's back in Florida right now at West Palm Beach, and uh, he's getting back into the baseball activities. Is there a chance we may see Colin at the end of the season? I think so. He's progressing very well. The big issue was whether or not he was going to have any double vision because a lot of times the surgery had results in that for a little while, and he wouldn't have been able to do any activity, but he's fine. He's been able to see perfectly. We've had him checked out, and now he's taking swings. So I believe that there's the a pretty good chance that he'll be up here helping us out in September. That's really good news on Colin Moran with the horrific injury that he had. And you get to the point in the year where you start thinking about potential postseason for the Astros, but also when you look at the minor leagues, their season ends Labor Day weekend. And so are you guys starting to maybe move some guys to some clubs that look like they're going to go to the postseason to prepare guys and, and have the uh, teams the best they could possibly be for, for their postseason runs in the minors? We haven't started to do that. I think Fresno's got a chance to be in the postseason, and Corpus Christi looks like they might be on the outside looking in. So it's possible there's a couple of players from Corpus go up to Fresno, but uh, we're not really trying to win in the in the minor league playoffs this year we're trying to make sure we have healthy players if we need them up here at the big leagues there's a lot of guys that deserve uh, a, a chance to play up here in september we'll see what happens does the whole concept of you know obviously you want to win at the minor league level and i know it's been important to to win there and, and get some championships when you can does the concept change a little bit with what the big league team is doing and the fact that the big league team is is much better now than it was a few years ago i do think so uh, we want guys to get used to winning so winning is definitely a bonus but in terms of moving guys to levels just to win. I don't think we're really in that game right now. We really want guys to continue to develop with the primary focus being when they can get to Houston and when they can help us here. Jeff, 39 games to go, and a lot can change. But if this playoff started right now, and assuming you, uh, this Astros team makes the playoffs, who's the starters? Who's the starting pitching? you got Keuchel, I would assume, uh, to start game one. But who's after that? It's a great question. I think you have a lot of different opinions, and a lot of people have made their case to be in that playoff rotation. I think McHugh's made his case recently. Morton has been consistently making a case when he's been out there. You know, fires for a period of time there during the summer looked like he would be a guy in that mix, and you can't rule out uh, Brad Peacock either. And then the wild card in all this is McCullers because McCullers was clearly our all-star pitcher the first half, and he comes back to that form. You know, he's a guy you want in those games. Is there a chance that Peacock could go to the bullpen in the playoffs, or is there a chance that McCullers may even come out of the pen in the playoffs? I think a lot depends on how McCullers' uh, rehab assignment goes and how the rest of September goes. But, yeah, we're, gonna, we're not going to have room for all these guys in the rotation, yeah. so a couple of them are going to have to be in the bullpen, and that's going to make our bullpen even stronger. Right. This bullpen right now is looking like a real strength of our team. All right, Astros General Manager Jeff Luna, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.